All right. Welcome to the Day-to-Day with Ben Lewis podcast. Uh, This is episode three. We're very excited. Uh, I'm here with a very special guest, Mr. Gavin Thompson. He's been my roommate uh, for a year, over a year now. Uh, We lived in the dorms together at school. It was very exciting. Uh, We've been doing very well with the podcast. It's been absolutely taking off. As you can tell, we still need an intro. The music is no good. It's not, it's not working. I want to give Gavin a chance here to introduce himself. Tell us all about yourself. How you guys doing? Here for the first time, probably the first of many times you're going to see me on the day-to-day with Ben Lewis. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy year and a half living with Ben. We're making it two and a half years coming up, moving into a new house together. So it's going to be a wild time. It's going to be a good time. Let's see how it rolls. Now, this is exciting. Uh, we're living again uh, together, as you mentioned. Uh, this is, we, we fit well together as roommates, even though we have our differences like any others. We talk a lot about the struggles of roommates on this show, uh, which is always a good topic. It's something a lot of people can relate to. I want to talk about, we have callers today. It's very exciting. The, the call line is hot. It is the hotline, the day-to-day hotline. You need to call in, give your input, tell us what you think, any question you have, anything you want to see be featured on the show. That number is 321-222-7609. Call in, tell us where you're from, tell us your name, uh, and give us your piece. Uh, you, you can leave a message right after the voicemail. It's set up perfect. You're going to love it. Call in. It's bringing us to our first topic today. It's exciting. Uh, small things that tick you off all the time, but you never say anything about. Now, these are very common, Gavin. Oh, my God. You see them each and every day. Now, I have a list here of things, a collection of things that were sent in and a collection of things that I came up with myself, which I think are very important uh, in terms of this issue. And I want to start off with the people that you see out in public with an umbrella in sunlight. This is terrible. We live in Florida, for Christ's sake. We live in Florida. Now, I don't know that this is acceptable anywhere, though. Uh, Standing in broad daylight with an umbrella, this is embarrassing. Nobody should ever stand out in just the sunlight with an umbrella. Like, what what is an umbrella protecting you from the sun? I I guess it might might do something, but there's other ways to do this. Wear a hat, a visor. Put some sunscreen on your nose, you know? Yeah, it's embarrassing. Uh, An umbrella was made for the rain. Uh, keeps you it, dry, you know? It keeps you dry, exactly. Absolutely. That's what it's made for. I don't like to see these people. Uh, it, it bothers me. Again, it's something you never mention. So you see where we're kind of going with this topic. Uh, moving on, it, you're at the grocery store. A lot of times you'll need a cart because you're getting a big load. Uh, you know, the basket's not going to cut it. And uh, you grab a cart. You know, there's one out of 100 there that you're picking. And it, it, that cart is the squeaky cart. Even if it's not the squeaky, it's that wheel that's just kind of like, it's just kind of going off, you know? Exactly. It's not It's going off course. It's not right. It it, it should not be allowed. And, you know, you're bothering the other customers in your local grocery store. They're looking back. They're seeing you. It's just, it's throwing everybody off, you know? Like, you just want to go to the grocery store to get your groceries, get out of there. But no, now I have the issue of rolling around with this, this thing, this irritation. It's just... The whole time it bothers you. And if you act like it doesn't bother you, you're lying. You're just in denial at this point. 
Now, if you, if you live in a city where you have all perfect uh, grocery carts and this hasn't happened to you, I envy you. I do. Yeah. Because you live in a good life. You worked at a grocery store, Publix. Oh, Publix. Oh, let me tell you about Publix. Yeah, so you know about the squeaky carts. I get them all the time. Publix is our local grocery store. Uh, we're there a lot. And it really does uh, impact you. Be a bagger. Take five of those squeaky carts from the lot and back into the store. Let me tell you. Oh, the, my gosh. The, the anxiety that it gives you when you're just hearing it the whole time. Five of them just going off of each oh, other. And at that point, like you don't know which one it is of yeah. the five. Oh, sometimes it's three out of the five. You just don't know. It's the struggles of working at a grocery store. It, it, it's tough. Uh, and people don't think about this on a day-to-day -day basis, which is why we like to bring it up. Uh, you know, there's nothing worse. You're, you're bothering the people around you that are just trying to get their groceries. You don't want to be bothered at the grocery store. It, it, you know, you're trying to pick out your favorite cuts. You're trying to pick out, you know, the best quality vegetables. Like, you don't need that kind of harassment on you, you know? It's, it's, a, ba it's a bad situation. I, I, all around, uh, it's not good. And moving on. We have people... I, now, this should be extinct at this point, but one-ply toilet paper is still around. <sighs> don't even get me started. Now, I know there's people out there that have, uh, I assume you're the owners of one ply toilet paper that just say, well, double it up when you use. That's not how it, that's not how it flies with me. Yeah, yeah, it's just extra folds. It's more work. It's not good. Uh, you know, and I, even though you may not be using more toilet paper, I feel like I am. And it gives me like a guilty conscience of oh, yeah. like using more paper than I need to. I feel like I'm using, you know, two rolls over one roll of some quality three, four ply, you know, some soft, some Charmin, some real... Exactly. Authentic toilet paper. Now, I know, I don't know, was it you? In our house, uh, as I mentioned, we're roommates. Uh, still to this day, it's, it's exciting. And there was like a hundred pack of single ply toilet paper. I, I believe it's still in our, uh, I believe it's still in the bathroom. It's yeah. lasted the entire year. That's how terrible it is, is that people, they come here, they don't even want to use it. They use our good toilet paper over the one ply we supply them with. And it's just... It's bad. People are starting to figure out that we're, uh, you know, not doing them justice with the toilet paper. And I don't like, I don't like to, you know, uh, to my own horn, but I, I will always purchase double ply. Uh, always. No matter what. If it's it, not it double, not it's change. triple, yeah. Nothing will change my opinion there. Quality over quantity. Now, you go one more time with this, uh, you know, talking about things that tick you off. And I, not having air conditioning in your elevator, is that not just the worst? Now, I understand we're coming from Florida. Uh, you know, so there might be a difference in perspective here, but listen, when I go into a, a hotel, especially, I mean, I hate to bring that up, but anywhere that has an elevator, if that elevator is not air conditioned for that 30, 45 seconds, whatever it is that I'm in that elevator, I'm sweating. It's, it's a drastic difference. It's way different than, you know, now how much could it cost to just air condition an elevator. I mean, it's such a small space. Probably costs a few, you know, a few dollars a day, but. But they don't do it. Over and over I see this and it drives me absolutely crazy. I get off on the second floor, I'm sweating by the time I'm up there. It's the second floor, that is one floor that you're going up and you're 20 sweating. 20 feet, people, 20 feet. It is really that bad and it's humiliating. And you know, you walk out of there covered in sweat and you're not happy, it ruins your mood. It is not just that you're sweating, but it is a mood killer. And I think you'll agree. Oh, yeah. Most of the elevators I use are in the library. So by the time I'm up there, I just want to go back home, you know? 
Don't even want to sit down and study. So if you own a business, air condition your elevator. It's just a hot tip. Again, we're in Florida. It's hot all year. So we, it may be a little different, but still in the summers, you should have an air conditioned elevator wherever you live. No matter, no matter where in the United States. I oh believe. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, maybe Alaska can get a pass. I can deal with that. Does Alaska have elevators? I don't know. Nobody knows what goes on in Alaska. <laughs> but uh, anyway, moving on. People that you see this all the time, and I can't deal with it. It, it just drives me crazy seeing somebody pull the gas pump around to the opposite side of the car to where the gas pump is supposed to be. You get what I'm saying? So if the gas station is too busy. Like Costco, you know? Like I you see it all the time reach it over, it's terrible. Now, yeah, you have an arm that helps get it over the other side of the car, but I, I, don't want, I don't want to pull that over my other side of my car. I want to pump it from the same side I'm on. Just you because. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah it's just, and you know, there's things, we've talked about unwritten rules and laws. And you just always, you know, how much longer are you going to be waiting at that gas station? What, five minutes tops? Absolute tops. That is how, much it, how long it takes to fill someone's tank. Uh, five minutes. You can't wait. Instead of em- being embarrassed by pulling the whole pump, the strap and all, uh, the tubes, I don't know what to call it, over to the opposite side of the car, uh, you're doing more work. Uh, putting forth more effort. It, it, it's just not a good situation as a whole. Don't do it. It's yeah, it's not have you ever done this? It's not needed. No, I, yeah. I've never done it and I never will because I'd rather have I'd rather be just on the same side You know, it just takes so much more work to get yourself to the other side of the car and stretch it all the way around or over top I don't know how big your car is. It's just an unnecessary Absolutely. It's unnecessary work that doesn't need to be done Absolutely, I agree moving on we're talking about floaters. Floaters are rough. Now, for the, the general public, the, the listening base that doesn't know what a floater is, it is when, it, we're, we're talking about roommates again, mostly. Uh, you know, maybe it be your significant other, whatever it is, whoever you live with. Uh, but leaving a half-filled drink. Now, Just we normally refer to it with beers. We see half-drink, maybe a sip taken from a beer, all it's the crazy. time laying around our house. But this applies, I was thinking about it, it applies to all types of drinks. We see uh, full Gatorades left around the house. The yellow kind, the best kind. Don't leave a yellow, listen people, if there's one rule we can leave you with, don't leave a yellow Gatorade on the counter half drink. Yellow Gatorade. That's just disrespectful. It is disrespectful. And I'll admit, I've grabbed a half drink Gatorade and just thrown it in my fridge before. Because why not? It's that good. Uh, Saving a life. Now there's water bottles all over our house that are not completely finished. Why why does this happen? Oh look, a Verners over here. Look, half drank Verners. Verners, crazy. Now for those of you that don't know about Verners, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry first of all, but let me put you on. Verners is a very exciting soda. It's a unique soda that you don't see every day, and it's similar to a ginger ale, but, but it's, it's more a of a ginger soda. Not an ale, guys. Not an yeah, ale. it's like a it's like a ginger cream soda almost. Absolutely incredible. I recommend going and getting it at your nearest uh, Publix, whatever it is, grocery store, market, uh, you know, pharmacy, whatever it may be. Go and get Verners. Uh, that is V E R N O R S, uh, which is it, it's incredible. You'll love it. Uh, on the, the floaters, yeah, it's not acceptable. Uh, finish your drink. You know it. it you start something, you finish it. This is something you're taught from when you're young. And, uh, you're not a quitter. 
Yeah, how often have we yeah. seen this this year? Oh, plenty of times. I could pick up at least 20 floaters right now around this house. Easily, and it's because people are just, you know, they have that quitting mentality. You just got to plow through it like... Who cares? You open your 10th drink, finish your 10th drink, you know? Like, it's like sports. You play uh, to win. You play to finish. You play start to finish, and you do it right. You don't just quit halfway through the third quarter because you don't feel like playing anymore. No. If you open that drink, you finish it. You play that fourth quarter. All right. Now, interesting enough, moving on with things that take you off but you don't ever mention. Uh, this is apparently – now, I've never encountered this, but this is a real thing. Uh, instead – now, we've talked about the lemon and lime issue, which it is Wedge Wednesday. We will mention this in a minute. Uh, but just to give an idea, uh, sometimes I guess you ask for a lemon or a lime and bars or restaurants will give you lemon or lime concentrate as oh, opposed like the, to – Like the squeeze stuff? Like yeah, the, as opposed oh, to the actual fruit. Really? Have you heard of this? I – I haven't heard of it, no. I haven't even seen it. I mean, I've seen the machines that give you like the lemon concentrate, like lemonade. I know that. I know that. But nothing like a, for a mixed drink. No, you need the authentic lemon, you know? You do. And of course, it has to be of good size and it has to be uh, cut right, you know? Listen, if you can't squeeze the fruit into your glass, then it doesn't. Unacceptable. It doesn't need to be on the glass. You may as well just throw it away. Amen. Amen. Well, yeah, giving concentrate instead of lemon. Uh, yeah, that's unacceptable. Uh, don't do it. I haven't seen this, uh, encountered it personally, but let me tell you, it, it would infuriate me. You're losing business at this point. It's exact. It's just unacceptable. All right, we're gonna. This is bad. Now, this is something that really, it just irks me deep down, and I, I can't shake it for the rest of the night when it happens. It's when I'm at a Chipotle or a Moe's or any kind of burrito place, a burrito establishment that you have by you and they're rolling your burrito. Now I, I, I load my burrito up. I, I, I do it to the nines. I, I, I get it done right. And when they roll it, a lot of times it will rip or tear, which is like a nightmare. I don't know. I'm sure this has happened to you, Gavin. Yeah. I mean, it's happened to me before and I will say it, when they rip it, it's just like they're not taking their job seriously, you know? It's like, yeah. your job is to roll my burrito to perfection, not put a giant hole in it. Like Exactly. Now, of course, they do re-roll it. I don't know, though. But it's I, not. You've had, you've oh. been served a torn burrito. What's worse, they, sometimes they won't even patch it. Like, not even a, another strip of tortilla, you know? They just, they watch it, they watch it rip, and then they just kind of... They kind of stutter, and then they just keep rolling it, and oh, then they wrap it up. And the that's playing the, dumb, that's playing the, dumb. Yes, that's the worst because then you unroll it. You're eating. You're you're like a quarter of the way through the burrito. You take a bite, and it just squirts all over your shirt. That is so all bad. All over your neck. It's it's. You got to do bad. a load of laundry just because you went out and got a burrito. Exactly. That yeah. is the worst. You know, that's just a burden on me at this point. It, it shouldn't happen. These people should not be hired. Uh, there needs to be courses that are offered on rolling burritos, and you may need a degree to work at Chipotle or most. That is something that I w- would a, a rolling back. degree, you know, a rolling degree, yeah. a- exactly. Um, all right, one more thing on this topic. Now, Gavin, you brought this up. I did, I did, and this is the uh, the phenomenon of sparkling water. Okay. All right, now, go. go. Yeah, let me go off on this one. And this is like, this is more of like, I feel like this is a Floridian kind of thing. You know, like we're in a hot, humid state, but one of the worst things I've noticed working in the industry of service and I, you know, I I serve other people by moving their furniture is the fact of the matter of 
these, they're mostly northerners. They come down here. They move into a nice, you know, 20th floor apartment. And they want to they wanna offer me a LaCroix or a sparkling water instead of a nice, authentic, you know. And you're thirsty. Water. Yeah. You're I'm, sweating. I am sweating. I am drenched. I am dehydrated. And you want to hand me, like, a LaCroix, a Coke, a soda. Like, I, I'm not in the mindset to drink a soda right now. You need you know? a water. I and need, when you're thirsty, you uh, need a water. I'm like a sponge. I want to absorb some nice, authentic, fresh water. Like, I really want to let my body thrive. And you're going to hand me something that, like, it, it fizzes when I open it. Like, it's just not – it's not a thing, you know? It's like – it's just, bad. And yeah. it's something, again, you bring up a good point with uh, northerners coming down to Florida. We see it all the time, especially in Fort Myers. You work for a moving company. You're dealing with them all the time. I do, all the time. Uh, so you see it. Now, I ask you, these elevators you have to go up, are they normally air-conditioned or un-air-conditioned? I can say I've been in one one air-conditioned elevator, and I've moved three different that establishments so bad. with elevators. Yeah. They are not – it is not – So two out of three un-air-conditioned un elevators. There's zero consideration for the movers, let alone the residents and of I'm those And I'm not places. talking two, three floors like earlier. I'm talking 23rd, 30th floor penthouses. It's ridiculous. Like imagine going – like the ride is a minute long to get to the apartment, and there's no AC – with all their furniture behind me and I'm smashed up against the door. It's, it's terrible. Just, yeah, it really goes to show. Now, there's one more thing you brought up. Uh, you're an avid gym attendee. Yeah, and you mentioned true. something about water bottles. Oh, uh, I want you to okay. tell the viewers this. this now, I, for those of you that don't know, I don't go to the gym very often. It is a rare occurrence for me to be seen in there. Uh, I consider my work enough uh, of an exercise, but... Uh, still, I, I could stand to lose a few pounds, no doubt. And I want to hear Gavin's take here. He went to the gym earlier and came back with this bit, and I just loved it. It made perfect sense. Please. So the first thing us. I'm going to say is most people make fun of other people for not going to the gym, but living with Ben, you get made fun of for going to the gym. It's like <laughs> it's a daily thing, you know? Hey, <clears throat> just made some breakfast. I'm going to hit the gym. Oh, you're going to the fucking gym, you loser? Like, it's, <laughs> It's, it's true. hilarious. He does but a good impression. I will say there. So you go to the gym. You know, there's usually about there's usually two water fountains. You know, there's a low level water fountain and a higher water fountain. Now, I don't know why gyms do this because most people who are in the gym are 18 or older, or they're at least you know tall. They don't need that short water fountain. Exactly. I, you know, I've it, always it, thought it makes the same. sense that you should have two level water fountains, but no, they make them one lower. Anyways, anyways. So when you're at the gym, you see these people walk up with their bottles in their hand. And do they use the short water fountain, you know, that nobody else uses? And you're no. talking about the big bottles that people oh, bring. I'm Bodybuilders, they bring like a gallon sometimes. I'm talking, what are they called? Like, uh, I don't know, it's like, a, it's like a new trend. It's like that weird bottle, you know? It's like the screw on top, it's uh, I have no a hydro idea. flask. There's too many trends. Hydro flask, that's what it's called. I've never heard of this. This is a new trend, you know, the hydro flask. It's just a screw on top, it's metal, it's kind of like a Yeti thing, but who knows? Anyways, they want to fill up their 32 ounces of water, and they don't even want to use the small one. They got to use the, the water fountain that's intended for leaning over and using. Meanwhile, I'm standing behind them waiting for them to get off the water fountain, filling up their bottle so I can hydrate myself, who is very thirsty, by the way. Let me tell you. Of course. Very thirsty. I'm sure. I don't bring a bottle to the gym. I'm in there to work out, not carry a bottle around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man. 
That's I just really, and I like it. I, I I like people being called out on things. You know, again, it's something small. It's something you don't bring up normally, but you notice it all the time, and it just bothers you. That's that's the, that's the point of this segment yeah. we just did. It's like an everyday ordeal. You know, every day you're kind of just like over something, but you never bring it up. And why? I, why? I'd why like to keep this bit going. Uh, again, call in with any anything you'd like to add that Maybe we're this missing. Can just, this can just add on the wedge Wednesday. You know, it just really gets in your wedge. Exactly. Uh, and I want to talk about that. First of all, again, if you want to call in and add to our list of uh, small things that tick you off but you never mention, uh, call the call line. It's a 321-222-7609. Uh, 321-222-7609. And again, it, we're starting Wedge Wednesday today, which is huge. Wedge yes. Wednesday. Now, I got a lot of great feedback about uh, my segment about limes, lemons, oranges, whatever it is you're getting in your drink. They're being cut too thin. And I want to change the world with this. And I want uh, this to change. I need this to happen. And it's only going to happen with your support. Uh, so every Wednesday, I want you to send in to my Snapchat, Instagram, uh, pictures of the lem lemons, limes, oranges that you're using on a day-to-day -day basis that you're being served, whether they're good or bad, I want examples and I want to see what's going on with you guys. So send it in. Uh, again, the Instagram is at D2D Ben Lewis. Uh, D, the number two D, Ben Lewis, B-E-N-L-E-W-I-S, not L-O-U-I-S. Nobody spells it that way. We're closing in on 1,000 downloads on the episodes. This is huge. Uh, this is a big breakthrough, and I, I'm excited, and I couldn't have done it without you listeners. And I want to keep this going. I want to keep this going far, and I think soon uh, this will be the number one podcast in the world. And I truly believe that with the support of you all. Uh, moving on, we have a, an interesting subject here that came up. Yesterday, actually with the two of us, which it is, it. which is, it's extraterrestrial, this, oh, this, we're this topic. That subject. I want to okay. talk about it. Yeah. I, it, early on in this episode, because here's the situation we found out now, maybe you viewers know this, whatever, but I'm sure the majority of the people don't, you can buy an acre of land That's right. on Mars, the planet. For only $30. And it comes with a deed with your name on it, framed. Uh, the date of purchase, everything. It's an authentic deed of Mars. It's the real deal. It's And this is something that could be a good investment. This is a huge investment. I mean, they're talking about the Space Force in the government right now. Like, imagine what we're going to be doing oh. in 40 years. We could be selling this land for... Hundreds of thousands of dollars. It is unreal. You could make potentially billions on land on Mars. Nobody Dude, knows. No, There's no way to know. Most people think they just rub it off. They think, you know, oh, that's stupid. It's just Mars. But they don't know what people are capable of. So if you invest now, even if it doesn't go big, you know, it's still funny. You invested $30 on an acre of land on Mars. But people who call you stupid now may look back and be like, holy shit. He really did something great, you know? You're exactly right. And even if it doesn't end up being a huge moneymaker, you still win because you own an acre of land on Mars. Ex my point exactly. And that's the point I want to point out is that 
this is a great purchase for anyone. Now, I imagine just like any other planet, uh, quantity is limited and you can only buy so many acres. Mars is smaller than Earth. Exactly. And I don't know the website. Uh, You know, I know a lot of you probably want to hear where you can get this land. Is it buymars.com? Buymars.com, yep. And that was B-U-Y, buy. B-U-Y, yep. Interesting. Well, uh, that is big. And I recommend viewers going and doing that. I think I'm going to go purchase a chunk of land. I'm hoping we can be neighbors. I mean, this is is what it comes down to is the day they say we can go to Mars. I mean, when I hop on that, you know, that ship to get there and they say, oh, you're living here. I'm going to say no. I'm going to hold up my deed and say no. I own this land over here and I'm going to draw out my acre and that's my acre of land, you know? Interesting. Like I own the land. What are you going to do? You yeah, can't tell me yeah. I can't take it. I mean, I, I, I have the authentic, authentic, what is it? Authentication? Authentication? Yeah, the authentication. Yeah, certification. Yeah. Certification yeah. of owning that land. So what are they going to do? It's my land. It's true. Very true. Now, I want to get in to our first segment of callers. Oh, it's a good one. This is exciting. We have chosen three for today that are going to be airing. Three callers, three of you listeners that called in at 321-222-7609. And you left us feedback and we chose you to be on the show. I'm going to get quickly into the first one. Uh, I want to get it started. Let's roll with it. Hi, Liam O'Connor from New Jersey. Long time listener, first time, first time caller. I only have one question. Where does Max Bleacher get this confidence? I mean, honestly, 18 minutes in two years, and ill-advised from the top of key three against Northern Florida when we're up 30 points. These aren't good basketball stats. How does he? Where does the swagger come from? Where Where does this big ball mentality come from? Ben Lewis, as a voice, as smooth as mahogany. I can't wait for the next episode. Thank you, guys. All right. This is interesting because, first of all, I had no idea there was anyone who even followed the career of Max Bleacher. Now, for the listeners who don't remember, Max Bleacher was on our trial episode. Uh, He, you know, you saw, you heard a little bit about him. You saw he was on the Division I basketball team, which is what Liam from New Jersey is mentioning here. And, uh, yeah, he got a couple shots in there. But I don't know where he gets his confidence. The guy is he, – he conducts himself like he was the number one player, franchise player on that team for the entire year. Matt, uh, Gavin, now you know him as well. Oh, I do. I do. How many minutes was it again? Two minutes? I think you got about 18 minutes, oh, 18 uh, minutes in two probably. years. Two, two years, seasons. 18 minutes, you break that down, that's about, that's, that's less than a percentage of your time in, in a year, you know? Like, who, who gains that confidence off of that little of recognition? <laughs> I, I agree. It, it's strange. He, he was born with it, but God bless him for it. Uh, confidence is key in life. It is. And, you know, I, Liam, I, I know what you're thinking. You know, this guy was terrible on the team, but he still has that ambition like he's number one, which I respect. And I will to the day I die because you got to think of yourself highly. All right, moving on. Next caller. Yeah, my name is Jack from Orlando and I just want to know why people have to complain about things when they could just fix it themselves. Like what's up with that? 
All right. Jack from Orlando. This is a good one. It is. And, and, and it's a good one because, well, you know, I, I think it varies from person to person. You know, fixing problems yourself, yourself that m- you might complain about to the workers wherever you are. It's a, it's a step of bravery and courage that you got to take sometimes. Now, I think of the example of, you know, I'm at a resort, a hotel, and I'm chilling by the pool. Uh, and I want the umbrella. You know, the umbrella is down next to me. And I want the umbrella put up because I'm getting hot. Again, we're in Florida. Now, sometimes, depending on my mood, I'll call a guy over to come put that umbrella up for me. But otherwise, I'll just try to figure it out and see if I can put it up myself. Which umbrellas are more complicated than you think. Well, I don't think you're really thinking of, uh, you know, like an umbrella here. We're talking about like... Like a a shade. Some big shades. Yeah. Yeah, these are like, you know... Big pieces of furniture that cover you from from the sun's rays. You know, this is an umbrella walking in the Publix. You know, this is it's easy, different. It's not easy to fix, but we should try to fix it ourselves. Exactly. Because, you know, everybody just thinks you know everyone has to do things for us. You know, but it comes back to we're all individuals. We can figure it out. My take on this is, you know, if it's simple enough, fix it yourself. Yeah. But if it does involve some kind of work some on your skill, end, you know, you like, know, the guy is getting paid to help you. Yeah. Uh, but there is a certain line that needs to be drawn uh, between, you know, what's acceptable to call for help and when you can just do it yourself. I think there's a lot of people that might disagree, might agree. I think it's going to be pretty split, but it's a, it's a good subject. And I appreciate it, Jack. Moving on. One more caller here. Uh, this has been exciting. Ben Lewis, this is John Cortese calling in on your amazing podcast that we have here. I'd like to uh, put in a request. You know, you talk about the, the value of the car business and what it can bring to our day-to-day viewers. You're the man. All right. John, we know this guy. Yeah, Cortese okay? himself, yeah. His family owns a car dealership up north. Multiple. He's trying to get free publicity here. I, I don't agree it's with it. It's a publicity stunt. It, it is. It is. And it, it, it makes me sick, frankly. Feeding for business. I will not feed into this. I will not. I will not respond to this. Uh, I will leave it up to you. You know, if you're looking for a car, who you want to go to. You might be in New Jersey, but you're probably not. <laughs> and, uh, until they're paying me. And, and then we can make it happen. Those were our callers for the day. That was the hotline. Call in at 321-222-7609. It's big. Follow our Instagram at D2D Ben Lewis. That is B E N L E W I S. And uh, again, uh, it is Wedge Wednesday. We're excited. But on top of Wedge Wednesday, what is it? It's 7 Eleven. And what happens on July 11th? It is free Slurpee Day. Now, if you don't have 7 Eleven, now I don't know how far 7 Eleven reaches. I imagine it's most of America. 7 Eleven is oh, huge. Yeah, it's probably all over the country. Okay. But you get a free Slurpee today. A small Slurpee, though. Remember that. Small Slurpee. And that's what I'm getting to. Uh, Normally, you know, you get a large Slurpee. What is it? $2 tops? Maybe. I'd rather just pay that than get the free small. Because the free small... It's a tease. It is. It leaves me unsatisfied. It's like, oh, I just finished that. I want another one. I want more. Exactly. Now, this brings me to my comparison to another... Uh, holiday that 7-Eleven advertises, which is the Huge fill your own event. cup, fill your own cup day. Maybe the best day that 7-Eleven's invented. 
It is unreal every year. Now, I don't know what day this is. I forget. I, have no I just know when it happens. I see it all over social media and I jump on it. It's huge. You could bring a hot tub with you and fill it up with Slurpee if you want. As long as the box fits in the box, you fill it up. It's, Whatever you want. It's unbelievable. And you can get endless Slurpee if you want. You know, I imagine this day is tragic for the workers of 7-Eleven. That's probably hell. Because how, how tough has it got to be to keep that Slurpee machine filled? Going back to, you know, previous employment, I have actually tried to put on one of those buckets. You know the thing that spins in? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Previous employments, I've tried to put that bucket back into the machine, you know? Well, if you don't remember the little rubber seals around the back and then you try to fill it up, yeah. I, you can only imagine what happens to all the liquid oh, you're pouring into it. God, I don't even want to. Oh. You know, five gallons of syrupy water only obtains about three gallons of slurpy material. So you can only imagine how that went through. Oh, boy. It's tough. Uh, it's, it's rough. It's rough. So, it's yeah, job. It, of course, a free slurpy, no matter what size, is always nice. But it, just so the viewers know, don't fill your time. own cup. Yeah. It's way better. Or just pay the $2 tomorrow and don't wait in a line. Don't waste your time today. Like you're, it, The opportunity cost to get this free small Slurpee is just not worth your time. Exactly. Now, moving on, I want to give a, a, a quick shout out to Barely Swimsuits. Uh, this is spelled like bear, like the bear that would uh, claw you. Uh, B-E-A-R-L-Y Suits. Uh, th they're big. And they're changing the world. Let me tell you how. Uh, every purchase you make from this uh, website, you are helping the children in Honduras. They're building hospitals for these kids. A percentage of every bit of money that you put into this place. You've got to get a swimsuit. Now, this is for the ladies. I am told that men's swimsuits are on the way. But if ladies, if you need a swimsuit and you want to look good, Buy from BarelySwimsuits.com. They're, they're, they're blowing up. Everyone wants a piece. And to make it even better, if you want 25% off your first order, use my code, DAY-TO-DAY. -day. That is D-A-Y-T-O-D-A-Y. Day-to-day. Okay? And you're going to get 25% off your order. You're helping change the world. What can you say that you've done in the past year to help change the world? I can guarantee... If you're in Honduras visiting and you get sick, you're going to wish those hospitals were built. All right? So uh, go check them out. Uh, it, it, they're big, and you're going to love it. And I know uh, you're going to want to use that code day-to-day, D-A-Y-T-O-D-A-Y. Again, it will get you 25% off your order. Ladies, you're going to be looking good. Moving on. Uh, now, we, Gavin, have had common professions, but in different companies. We have. And that is, uh, that profession is being a valet driver. Oh yeah, driving people's cars. It's a common job uh, for people our age. It is not uncommon in any sense. It's a pretty and simple, laid back, easy job you'd say, right? Exactly. It is simple, high intensity laid here back, and there, but it's easy, not, nothing hard. And it's cash, which cool. is nice. You're taking home cash. Cold, hard cash. Uh, now, Something I learned that I took away, now I don't know that you'll agree with me or not, it could be something uh, that I just took away, but I learned that literally you can park anywhere if you just throw the hazards, the hazard lights on a car, which are the flashing, blinking yeah. lights. You know, the if you don't know the name, people they're called Florida hazard lights. To, when people come to Florida, they try to use them in the weather and you're not supposed to. You oh, know, always. You know those, those lights. That is not allowed. That really ticks you off. But anyways, 
Yeah, I mean, it, hazards will they do a little more justice than the police sometimes, you know? You just throw your hazards on and no one's going to mess with you. Exactly. They it, just they, they automatically assume something's wrong, so they don't want to come to your assistance, you know? Exactly. They want to stay away from you. Americans are classic in avoiding confrontation. Oh, absolutely. And hazards are it, great. It just thing. shows stress. It shows that you don't want to be bothered okay. and that you're in peril. And People use this all the time and get away with it. You will not get a ticket. You could throw your hazards on, park your car outside of a restaurant, in the fire lane. You will not be questioned. You know how many times I've done this at Publix to get cash back? Just park it right in the fire lane with the hazards on? Oh, my God. Right in front of the stop sign, too. You know, it's like it's asking for a ticket. Like, I'm just fiending just to get that ticket, but I throw the hazards on, and it's like nothing ever happened. My car can be on. I can still have music playing, you know. Obviously, someone's not in the store for very long, but I come back and it's all there. It is incredible. It is an incredible tactic and I'm putting my viewers on. I want you all to start doing this. It's huge. It gets you, uh, you know, you feel a sense of pride when you know that you just parked somewhere you shouldn't have. It it sounds silly, but try it. You will feel better about yourself. Yeah. It's really true. Uh, Valet, by the way, just overall, a great job. Laid back, easy. Again, yeah. A little it, it, cardio involved, you know. It is very it's good. It, I, I loved it. I still valet from time to time when I go back to Orlando. It's great. I, I, it, it is absolutely an incredible job. Now, we're starting a new thing. It's going to be the question of the day, the question of the podcast. This is one for all you listeners, uh, something I came across a couple weeks ago, and it blew my mind. The question of where is the speaker for your doorbell? Now... If you don't know what I'm talking about, I mean, where is the sound coming from when someone rings your doorbell? You hear it through the whole house, but where is it coming from? And you've never thought about this. Don't lie. Don't say you have. You just know it's there. You know it's there somewhere, uh, but you've never thought about actually figuring out where it is. And now I want you to send in pictures. We actually found ours here in our house after days of looking. And if you find yours, I want you to send in a picture to the Instagram. Uh, D2D, Ben Lewis. Send it in. Seriously. I want to see where your doorbell uh, speaker is because it's something most people have and it's something that most people don't know about, which is always an interesting subject. Yeah, unless you have one of those new ones where, you know, it's battery powered and you just plug it in the wall. We don't want to see that mess. We want to see the real ones, you know, like that authentic doorbell stuck to the wall. It's there, you know. Exactly. Send us the real deal. Uh, Don't don't tease us and... uh, Again, we don't want to see pictures of bells. It's going to be tough. Don't give up right away. Try to figure out where the sound of your doorbell is coming from. Now, we are getting to the end of this episode. It's been a great episode. Uh, This is episode three. I I love how things are moving and grooving, but I want to talk about one more thing. Uh, Something that kind of happened to me. I I had experience with it the other night, which made me look into it. Uh, It's interesting. Now, we have all kinds of moldy food at our house because we are terrible about throwing out the old stuff and putting in the new. But the other day I hit a new low and I ate a burger with a bun that I did not notice. Now, I may or may not have been a little bit intoxicated when I ate this burger. I didn't notice that the bun was completely molded and was moldy all over. It was, it's disgusting. It, it in fact had mold all over it. I mean, it blue, green, all like, over. I don't know how I didn't notice. Bacteria everywhere. Just I, thriving off this bread and he still ate it. I question my judgment and I, I, I regret it. 
But look, so I did some research because I'm nervous. I am like, uh, I freaked out. I thought I was going to get some kind of disease. I talked to my mom about it, my grandma. And I can't, it's unbelievable the, what I came up with. It, apparently eating mold is not bad for you. Really? It cannot hurt you unless the mold has bacteria growing on top of it. Now, so, so mold's not a bacteria. Mold's no. just a mold. So apparently there are people out there, which I read in many forums, that just what they will do when they, their bread gets molded, they will just slice off the bit of mold that's on it and then eat the rest of the bread. Okay, so mold's kind of like a dog, you know? It's just marking its territory. It's just saying, hey, you didn't get to this bread in time. I'm going to get to it yeah. first. I'm going to thrive off this bread. you got to cut me off if you don't want me. So if you're throwing your moldy bread away, you're wasting food. Oh, you're wasting Send food. it to Africa. You're wasting money. You're wasting everything. Yeah. No. It, Give it to the, you know, the homeless guy down the street. Yeah? It's not good. Uh, and I, it, it, it bothers me how much moldy bread I've thrown away that I could have eaten. Just and I, Slice it off. Again, I'm here feeling perfectly fine a week later after eating an entire moldy bun. And I feel great. Better than ever. In fact... I read that there is penicillin in some mold. Can you believe this? That's like, it could be good for you in some ways. It's just killing off the bacteria in you. You think about it, you eat moldy cheese, blue cheese. It's moldy people. I hate to break it to you. It's just mold. So it's why it gets its flavor. All right. Well, this has been uh, a great episode. Episode three of day to day with Ben Lewis. Gavin, thank you so much for joining me. No, thank you for having me. And Listen, anytime. It's been my pleasure. We had callers. Again, if you want to call that hotline, it is 321-222-7609. Start sending in uh, pictures of your wedges and let us see what you're being served. And give your take on everything that's going on all around you all the time. I want to hear it. I want to... You know, we, we have products coming out. Apparel is on the way. Bumper stickers, everything you could ever imagine. We've got it in the works. And the show is absolutely blowing up. Tell your family, your mom, your grandma, your aunts, your uncles, cousins, sisters, stepsisters, stepbrothers, brothers, uh, anything you can imagine. Seriously. The, the show is getting huge. And again, if you want to buy a swimsuit from BarelySwimsuits.com, it, it, that is spelled B-E-A-R-L-Y swimsuits.com. Use my code day to day for 25% off, all lowercase. You're going to love the suits, ladies. I promise you. And I can't wait to see some of you rocking them. This has been great. Follow our Instagram at D2DBenLewis, B-E-N-L-E-W-I-S. And again, this episode, I think, will put us over 1,000 downloads. So congratulations to myself and the show. I, uh, I, it's going to be huge. It's blowing up. So send in your feedback. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and please rate, subscribe, leave feedback, send in DMS, everything you can do because it all helps. God bless you all. And good night.